this, okay? chapter 77, Psalms 77, and we'll get started there in just a moment, but, but as you go through this time period that we are experiencing right now with uh, the coronavirus, and, and uh, there's many different people that are sick, many people different that are, uh, that are dying, and, and as we look at this, at, looking at this text in Psalm 77 is a prayer. And uh, he is praying, he's pouring his heart out to God, and, and uh, he's in trouble, he's in need, and, and I think that we can liken it a lot unto what we are going on right here and right now. And uh, today, April the 5th, it's hard to believe uh, that three years ago, today was our first Sunday. Amen. Uh, being here at Mid-County, and uh, we had just moved that weekend, that the first weekend of April, and got moved into our house three years ago, and uh, it is, uh, it's awesome to be here. Um, I'm glad that God's called us to Mid-County, and uh, look forward to what the Lord has in store for our church, and the things that will take place as we go forward 
after this uh, is, is all over. And I know that a lot of people are ready for it to be over, but I think that it still has some things to work out. And uh, I know that my girls are, uh, they're getting cabin fever a little bit. Tomorrow marks 21 days where they've just been to the, to the church back just a little bit. And uh, they've not been to the store. We've not been to the park or nothing like that. I know my girls are not ready to go, 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 go somewhere. Reagan, Reagan was begging us last week just to take her to the trampoline park or do something so she could get out of the house. But, but, uh, but that's not what the Lord has for us right now. And it's important as we take this, uh, this is what God has for us right now, right, right at this point. This is what he has for us. And I don't understand it. I, you know, and, and nor can I even begin to explain why this is taking place. But I know that God has placed us here for right now. And uh, given us an opportunity to be able to still have church, even though we can't all assemble together. You know what? What amazing thing to be able to do. Let's read in Psalms chapter 77 a prayer. And I think there's two things, a couple things that we can learn from this text. Psalm 77 and verse number 1. The Bible says in verse 1, he said, I cried unto the Lord with my voice, even unto God with my voice, and he gave ear <coughs> unto me. Now, I think that's something to be said. One is that as we pray that God hears us. As reassuring as that is, man, to me as a Christian, that is the most reassuring thing in all the world is that when I pray, God can still heal me. Amen. You know, because as we go through life, I can't imagine praying and just to pray for it to go nowhere, not to leave the room, and just to hit the ceiling and come right back, but that's not the way God intended for it to take place. He cried unto God, and God heard, and he gave ear unto me. Hallelujah. Verse 2, In the day of my trouble... I sought the Lord. My sore ran in the night, and ceased not my soul refused to be comforted. I remembered God and was troubled. I complained, and my spirit was overwhelmed. You know, do you not see some of this taking place today? Reading this text and looking at this. Look, this is him praying to God. He was crying to God. He was needing help. He felt that not only was he crying to God, he was praying to God. And in the day of his trouble, now we have trouble going on right now. Are we not going through yes. something in which none of us have ever experienced before? You know, this is, this is our day of trouble. He said, I sought the Lord in the night and cease not. My soul refused to be comforted. I remembered God and, was, and I was troubled and I complained and my spirit was overwhelmed. You ever get to that place? You ever get to that place as you're looking at this? And, and uh, I, I know that, that as you watch, if you watch, if you turn on the media, all you're going to hear is about the coronavirus. All you're going to have the death toll. Not how many survivors. They're, they're going to talk about all the negative parts of this. Do you not get to a place sometimes where maybe even you feel like you're overwhelmed? My spirit was overwhelmed. He could, I cried unto God and I complained. And I remembered God, but I complained and I, was, I felt overwhelmed. Maybe that's not you in this point. But sometimes I feel like even just in life, 
you feel like you're overwhelmed. There's too much for you to handle. There's too much for you to say, God, where am I at? What am I doing? What is going on? When my spirit was overwhelmed, I went to God. I cried. And I think that's to be noticed as we make our way through this text just by way of introduction is that we must never forget how important it is to go to God in our trouble. God is our friend. God will give us his ear. And when we're overwhelmed and when we need to complain, huh, or when we need to talk to somebody, he's there for us Amen. to listen to us, to, to hear us. We need to go to God. Listen to what he says in verse number four. Thou holdest mine eyes waking. I am so troubled that I cannot speak. I have considered the days of old and the years of ancient times. I call to remembrance my song of the night. I commune with mine own heart. My spirit hath made diligent search. He says, here I am in the middle of the night. I'm discouraged. I'm overwhelmed. I don't know what to do. I don't know where to go. I don't know what to change. What am I going to do, God? What am I going to do? Then he says, will? Will the Lord cast off forever? Will he be favorable no more? Is his mercy clean gone forever? Do you, you see this going on today? And when we see the deaths and we see the, the things that are going on, and you, you might even feel overwhelmed and you feel troubled and you feel like you need to cry and you need to pray and you know, see God's face. And, and is, is God's mercy gone forever? Is he, is he going to cast us off forever? Doth his promise fail evermore? Are his promises not true? Are his promises going to fail? You want to know the answer to those? David, come on. No. No. Come on. God's, God's promises are still true. God's promises are still sure. God's mercy is still endure forever. The Bible says, Hath God forgotten to be gracious? No. Hath he in anger set up his tender mercies? Selah, God hasn't forgotten us. God hasn't forgotten to shut. God didn't shut up his mercies. God, God didn't shut the door. God's anger is not kindled against us. This is what he's praying and asking God. Are these things happening? When you're overwhelmed, when I'm troubled, do we not sometimes ask those same questions? Yeah. Is your what? Is your mercy done? Are you done with us? Are, is it over? No. It's not over. Look what he continues to say. In verse number 10. And I said, this is my infirmity, but I will remember the years of the right hand of the most God. You know what? As we look at this, and this is what he says. He says, you might be overwhelmed. You might complain. You might be praying in the middle of the night not, not knowing what to do. He said, I'm going to give you two things. I'm going to give you two things that help me. There's two things that can help you in the middle of your trouble right now. Number one, he says to remember. Verse number 10. He said, but I will remember the years. Verse 11, I will remember the works of the Lord. Surely I will remember thy wonders of old. Do you know what he's telling us? He said, he said, I feel overwhelmed. I feel like God's forsaken me. 
I feel like God's turned His back on me. I feel like all these things are going against me and God's mercies aren't there. And I question that. But He says, He says unto God, He said, I will remember thy wonders. I will remember thy works. You need to remember. You say when you're overwhelmed, when you're troubled, when you feel like you need to complain, when you feel like you're overwhelmed in a situation and you don't know what to do, you need to remember that God is true. You need to remember a couple things. One, you need to remember your salvation. The greatest day of your life, the greatest day of your life, hey, guess what? The greatest day of my life is the day that I got saved. Is the day that Jesus Christ saved me. That's the greatest day. Single most greatest day of my life. Do you know what? Hey, when you're down in the dumps and you know you man, you just don't know what to do, you go back to that day and you remember when you were sitting there and God convicted you and He said, Come on, boy, come get saved. Hey, remember that day. As 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 the Bible tells us that Zacchaeus was in the tree. I I, I think that Zacchaeus was standing up there and uh, and God said, Come here. Come here. Do you know what? I know Zacchaeus can look back at that day and he said, I remember the day when God called me. Look, I remember the day when God called me. And when you are down in the dumps and you feel overwhelmed and you feel troubled, how can I get out of that slump? How can I get out of that? I'm going to tell you, number one, you need to remember. What do I need to remember? I need to remember my salvation. But also, do you know what else I need to remember? I need to remember God's answered prayer. You say, what do you mean by that? We go around the room. We could go around the, those that are here. We could go around uh, those that are listening. And you could begin to tell what God's done for you. Amen. And how God's answered your prayer. And how God has come through for you. Let us go around the room. Let's do that. Come on. Won't you tell me when God answered your prayer? Tell me when God when God came through for you and you were like, no, I don't have the means to meet and the, meet, uh, the ends are not going to meet and I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know how it's going to come through. I don't know how it's going to come through for me. And all of a sudden, God came in at the exact time, on the right time. God's in time, on time, every time I need Him to come on for me. When you feel overwhelmed, you remember God's promises. You remember, you remember your salvation. You remember your answered prayers. I wasn't there when Moses parted the water. I wasn't there when Peter walked on water. I wasn't there when they fed the 5,000 with just a couple of loaves of bread. I wasn't there. When Jesus died on the cross, I wasn't there when they went to the tomb on that third day. I wasn't there. But I'm here to tell you, I can read those stories and those stories can be an encouragement to me on God's promises made sure. God's promises made for real. Amen. For me and for you. I'm overwhelmed. God's promises. Remember God's promises. Remember God's, remember salvation. Remember the answered prayers. Remember how good God's been to you. Let me ask you. Could you have worse stuff? Could you have some worse things going on in your life? Whew. 
God's been good to me. God's been good. So he tells them, number one, you need to remember. You need to remember your salvation. You need to remember God's answered prayer. You remember God's promises. You need to remember God's wonders of his works that he's done. Not only does he say we need to remember, but number 12, verse 12, he says, he said, I will remember, verse 11. Verse 12, he said, I will meditate also. I will meditate also of all thy work and talk of thy doing. So what does he tell us to do? He tells us to remember, and then he tells us to meditate. What happens to a lot of us is our thinking is messed up. You know what gets us into a lot of trouble? Is what we're thinking about. You know the Bible says God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. God's not given us that spirit of fear. We live right now with fear. People are acting with fear. God hath not given us that spirit of fear. You say, how do I change that? You have to change what you're thinking about. Look, if the news media and all the things that are going on is pumped full of negativity, guess what you're going to be thinking about if you're watching all that? Negativity. You have to change your thinking. Change what you're meditating on. I'll tell you the greatest thing you can meditate on is this right here. Every day, every day you need to meditate on this. Every day you need to take this Bible, take a verse, take a chapter, and study and meditate on God's Word. Why? Because that's what will help me come out of this. I'm overwhelmed. I don't know what to do. The psalmist says, I don't know what to do. I'm overwhelmed. I've come to God. I've cried unto God. But I must remember what God's done for me. And I must meditate on God, on thy works or on thy wonders. Meditate. Spend time with just thinking about it. And you know what else it will cause? When we do those two things, it will cause something. And I, I'm going to close. It will cause us to do something. Look in that same verse. He said, I will meditate also of thy works and then talk of thy things. You know what that means to me? Of thy doings. You know what that says to me? That if you remember what God's done for you and if you meditate on the things that God things of God, it will cause you to talk not about how low you are, not about the despair that you're in, but it will cause you to talk about what God's done for you. You know what? Every one of us are dealing with this problem right now. There may be times in our life where we deal with different issues, deal with different problems, but tonight, every one of us are affected by this virus. It's affected our livelihood. It's affected where we go and how we go and and what we do, and some people, it's affected their jobs. They're not working. It's affected everything. It's affected the economy and all of this. But do you know what one thing it hasn't affected? God. He's still God. He's still God. And he, this, he tells us 
that when we're troubled and we're, we're, we're complex and when we're, I don't know, don't know what to do and don't know where to turn and don't know what, don't know what to say, what do we do? We remember God's promises. We remember our salvation. We remember God's answered prayer. Then he says we need to meditate. And then it will cause us to talk. Because when this is all over, what's going to bring you through? There's only one that's going to bring you through, yeah. and that's God. There's only one, and that's God. So I encourage you as you're listening tonight, or if you're here tonight, remember what God's done for you. Remember. Meditate on the wonders of God, and then talk. Tell. Tell somebody about the wonders of God. Well, thank you all for tuning in. Let's pray. Dear Lord, I thank you for today. I thank you for allowing us to gather together tonight. I pray as we will spend our week this week, I pray that your hand of protection will be about each and every one of us. I pray for those that are sick, those that have the virus, I pray that your hand would be about them. I pray for those that are troubled, that they would remember. Maybe, maybe there's one that's troubled that doesn't know the promises of God. I pray that they would get that settled with you tonight. And we love you. And in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.